Back everybody, another grand uh, tradition. We're gonna start it with another grand tradition. <laughs> How many times do you hear that? Uh, and another it's the grand po- tradition. <laughs> it's the post uh, Denver Rump chat. Uh, we've made it home. Uh, put a full day's work in at our other jobs, and uh, yeah. So, uh, h- how's everything in the Rumford home after the big kick in the balls, but awesome kick in the balls known as the National Western? Oh, dude, I'm telling you. So the thing about the National Western, I don't know if anybody understands winter rodeoing sometimes, like the how hard it is to to get through. Um, we got out of there like right before you guys did. So Ashley flew in and um, to help me drive home, which was great because she drove from Denver to uh, about 45 miles from Ponca City before she wore out. Yeah, you only made it 30 miles when you left. You literally yeah. only made 30 miles and had to pull over. Yeah, well, I was, God, I, was puss. I was so tired. It was the longest day ever. Well, you know how it is. Like just the going and going and going and like especially in Denver where uh you know it snowed and it was cold and then you get up in the morning and you got like an hour and a half and then for you you're working on all your San Angelo stuff. And for me, I'm laying in bed trying to get my knees to work. Yeah. And then you go to these production meetings. And then when the meeting's over, you like for you guys, I know you guys have to go up to your stands. And like for us, we got just enough time not to have any time. You know, two hours, you can't really go to the trailer and relax because you got to be back. So just the the wheeling and the dealing. Like Denver um, is like making it through a hard football game when you got the crap beat out of you, but you won. And you're on the pet mm-hmm. bus headed back to Fairfield, yeah. where, you, where you feel good, but at the same time you're like, "This just sucks." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, it's it's so, and and we've talked about this in years past. So you know our loyal listeners have have heard this, but it is a grind for like, sure. You you have no idea. Like I'm so sick of my music, and I'm so sick of Boyd's voice, and I'm. Not sick of you. I can never get sick of you, but thanks, Bo. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No problem, no problem. But um, no, it's just it is. It's a lot. I feel like it too. It represents a new year. You know, like it's a brand new year with full of. You know, when people get to Denver, it's you know, it might be their year where they make the NFR, and you see a lot of kids show up there that you. Do you ever know? notice this you see a lot of contestants at denver that you never see anywhere else because oh yeah there's not turnouts there is not turnouts in denver at all because everybody's fresh and they've got money you know the guys that have been broke from the summer they really haven't been they haven't been rodeoing you know since late summer you know they're they've been home working and and getting money and so now they got some money holidays are over they had to watch watch the nfr and then and then go through the holidays and they're like let's rodeo and then they come to Denver, and there they are, you know. And then you won't see them by uh, Corpus Christi. Yeah, but like the stock show, that Denver really is iconic. It's it's um it's so iconic. It it's is harder to work for us for contract personnel. I think, uh, you know, when when I first started, I remember thinking, man, once you get the big winter rodeos, you've made it. Boy, those must be the most fun, easy. Because like when you go work like shitty two perf rodeos in Kansas. And like amateur rodeos, like, and you're like, like if I ever one? make the big time, uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Kansas, maybe not just Kansas, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, I know what they, you're saying. Once you get to Denver, it's like, ha, ha. but what you don't realize is once you get to those big winter rodeos, they've got you. Yep. And they know they've got you. Yeah. It's, uh, it's intense, you know, but uh, kudos, you know, Tommy Joe Lucia, pr- the production director there, and, and and Prana Productions, just you know, runs an amazing crew, and keeps everybody. It's so good. He does a really good job because there's lots of personalities in there, and I'm not going to tell them egos because not egos, just personalities, you know. But 
uh, it does just a phenomenal job keeping everybody in check, keeping everybody motivated, and uh, you know, making it fun, but yet, like, hey, we're here to work, you know. And Tommy Joe's, you know, for those who know him best, he is what he is, and and um, strong-willed, strong-minded, and and if you don't like it, you know, screw you, don't really care, and and kind of and just like Boyd, and to have those two guys, two guys that are are hard. I don't know two other guys that I got more respect for in my life, you know, besides, you know, my dad, my brother, someone like that, you know, family, then, then, then those two guys and to have those two personalities, which are so similar. And what do similar personalities usually do? They usually clash butt when they're heads. that. Yeah. When they butt heads, and you know, when they're, when they're that, when they're that strong willed and strong minded and, and, uh, but you know, and they, it's just awesome. They, Work great together and and it was a great show and the crowds my god people i bet okay so there's 29 total shows i bet what would you say i think they probably sold out what 75 percent of them I, that's 8400 people at least 75 percent this year for the mlk the on martin luther king day the biggest crowd they've had 6600 <laughs> yeah uh, for the mlk <laughs> rodeo like every performance was pretty full Both like the mexican the rodeos day, were sold out <clears throat> The one day that it was kind of light was the day after the huge snowstorm. Um, and that's another uh, kicker of Denver is rodeoing in January in Denver, mm. Colorado, where it gets down to two degrees. Uh, one day it snowed, but in what other place, in what other city could you have all that snow and still have at least like, six seven thousand people there yeah i thought like that wednesday afternoon crowd we thought there was gonna be nobody there and i bet they were half full there was at least four thousand people there it was insane was that like, on ffa day that's the hard yes, day and that's a hard day but they you know they were still there it was great you know i was but they they already had like six thousand excuse me seats sold you know so they had they already had good money made but uh but that just goes to the product you know that was so this was the first year it was full on full on no mandates since 2020 so they got obviously through 2020 because the world didn't end till march and then right. last year they didn't have it in 21 and then 22 last year that variant whatever it was called was Omicron. rearing it up yeah was rearing its ugly head and there was mass mandates so there's a lot of people still like hey i'm not going to chance and i'm not going to go out there with all those people so this is the first year in three years that it's been full on full go let's rodeo and it showed because and and besides saint angelo that's probably the best energy when that crowd's buzzing of any i mean isn't it it's insane the amount have, of energy in that room it is it is the one of, I, I i'm telling you it is the best crowd. I've heard that crowd is people. awesome i've had so many people tell me that they're like we cannot believe how loud it gets in that old Coliseum. Um, during the mutton busting is the loudest. Like for all the people we who watch to- the Cowboy Channel, bitch about the mutton busting. Oh, I hate the mutton busting. The mutton busting. It Stetson Wright when he was ninety-one, it wasn't as loud as when little Joe Johnson from Littleton, Colorado, was ninety-one. I mean, we got I up love- to one hundred and three oh, decibels. One hundred and three decibels. The That's the crowd. It's yeah, that's crazy. that's louder. That is that that's the and it, that uh, of air horns. That's the same level as air horns and concerts. Is one hundred and three decibels, and that's not because the announcer's yelling and the music's blaring. You can't even barely hear my music when the crowd is that loud. It's just it covers it up, and uh, you know it's it's different. That old building, it's a concrete roof. It's concrete. And it's crazy acoustic, but man, it sure holds in that crowd. And uh, you know that night that you went up there and all that the it was CU night and all the great groups. I mean, there was so many people were there to party. Like it's crazy when the lights come up after the opening and everybody just starts screaming. It's like, what is going on here? And then CU night, that frat that was there. Oh my god. And you gosh. just had the biggest time. There was what, I don't know what, 40 guys just so- partying. So what happened was Hambone, um, who's got a link to my ear. A lot of people don't know that, but he fed me a lot of good material. This Hambone, he, had a good Denver. he clowned really good at Denver, but so anyhow, 
he says, dude, you've got to go check these guys out. He said they are they are having a ball. So during the bronc ride, we decided to, because normally during the bronc ride, I usually stand down in the tournament box and wait for something to happen. But uh, the bronc ride takes the longest because of the five shoots, two lefts, three rights. So I went up into the stands, and I get over there. Before I even get there, all 40 of these dudes are standing. And, I mean, they're all hammered drunk. And, and they all were, they each each one of them pretty much were double fisting uh, 24 ounce original Coors beers. Like they just were. And these dudes started rocking and rolling. So Boyd went to us several times, but they were cheering so loud. I couldn't hear Boyd because I didn't have him in my ear monitor. And so I shut my mic off. And so I'm talking to him. They're like, You ready to party? And I was like, Yeah. And this one kid goes, Let's have a beer chugging contest. He's probably 21. I was like, oh, young man. Oh, young, young, young man. You're I'm entering like, a world of pain. I will freaking bury you. But I, <laughs> I, was, to, I didn't do it because for y'all don't know the story. Last year at Denver, we did a beer chug when I was in the arena uh, on Coors Night. And Pete Coors and David Coors actually come to many of the performances. They're pretty cool guys. But anyhow, we really did a beer chug in the we did a beer chug in the arena, right? We've done it every year for like five years. No mm-hmm. one said a word. No one's cared. Last year, because of the Cowboy Channel, it gets aired, and seven rodeo clowns lost their minds, sending letters to the PRCA trying to get me kicked out of pro rodeo because he was drinking beer in the arena. And here's my thought on that, Okay. Now, if, if I'm drinking beer in the arena, not doing a beer chug, yeah, that probably looks bad. But, you know, we were doing a, a beer chug contest on Coors Night. That was the first night we did it. I mean, we did it a couple times. But the thing about it is, like, how can you be a hypocrite and be in the Coors program as a barrel man and roll out a huge Coors can in the arena mm-hmm. and jump in it during the bull ride? And then when I drink a beer in the arena, have the balls to message the prca and our director and say well you know what that's that's bad because he's trying to tell kids it's cool to get drunk here's the thing most people in denver at that rodeo on saturday night are not young children i mean saturday friday and saturday night there's not hardly any kids there at all it is a party crowd and so uh, you know that's what they just bugged the crap out of me was you know how those people and the funniest thing of it is and I will never say it until the day I retire, is that due to a glitch in the PRCA system, somebody, have you ever like had two emails right beside each other or two texts and you text the one thinking it was the other? Oh, yeah. I actually got the emails from said rodeo clowns that were talking shit about me sent to my email. So I know who they are and what they said. And I have not said a word about it. I know who they are. And the funny thing is, during the NFR, all seven of them walked up to me and shook my hand like it was no big deal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, oh, yeah. how are you? But in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, I don't want to. I'm not trying to say, hey, being drunk is cool. But on a on a party night at a rodeo, let's let's cut our hair back. You know, we, we don't need to, uh, you know, I, I'm not just going to do kids jokes because we're there's not just kids there, you know, it's, we're entertaining everybody. And so due to the damn stupid cowboy channel, once again, I about got slandered because he was drinking a beer Well, they do it at Gooding. No one says a word. I love Gooding. Love. I work Gooding four times. They have the beer worthy section. They put up that big deal on the PRCA website, beer worthy. Had yeah. Josh oh, Ross yeah. go there and yeah. slam the beer in the corner. Yep. Oh, there Where was, was a the lot outrage. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I I commented on that, I think. And and it was um it is stupid because so many of rodeos besides Utah promote I mean, that's their biggest moneymaker is alcohol sales. Trust me, it is. I mean, the biggest markup in any in any sporting event or probably any business is alcohol. I mean, right. I, I don't even know. I think you got like a in a in a sixteen ounce can of beer, you got like a dollar fifty three dollar fifty three cents in like product and like expense, and you sell them for eight dollars. Like that's what I'm saying. Eight dollars. 
Let's try fifteen. A twenty-four well, I ounce mean, beer was fifteen dollars at at Denver. Oh yes. my god! You know, I used to be able to buy in Alva, Oklahoma, in two thousand and one. I could buy a thirty pack of Keystone Light beer for twelve ninety nine. Yep, thirty. Yep, and in Sydney, Iowa, in high school, it was ten dollars for a case of Milwaukee's Best Light. Oh my gosh, that's terrible! Yeah. Why would anybody buy that? But because you know, <laughs> that's mother's milk. That's what I. That's <laughs> what I learned so on. Man. That's it is. Worst. It the is, but it was cheap. Ever. What? What do you? What? You, were you a beer snob in sophomore in high school? No, I drank Keystone. Yeah, so it was deli- like back in the Keystone days. Though, it was Keystone was great. It but, was. You know, besides I, just the the Coors beer at at Denver, they had like twenty four ounce Topa Chicos. They had twenty four ounce. Yeah, yeah. The you know, and we're of course we're gold buckle beer guys, but. They didn't sell it there due to their their course thing, but they had uh twenty four ounce ranch waters. They had pretty much every kind of booze you could have. Um, but you never saw a small can, they're all in twenty four ounce cans. That's kind of genius. But those people, yeah. even at the eleven AM perf, that's why I always point that out. I'm like, how many people are drinking beer? Because did you see how many people Hold up a beer at 11 a.m. on a Saturday morning. Yeah, it's it's insane. And I like when you're like, how how about all the moms at one point? Maybe in the afternoon, you're like, oh, the moms out there having a beer. And I I bet at least half the moms in that room were like, because I always look around the audience, you know. And uh, I mean, they're just they've got little you know four year old kids, and these moms are like, hell yeah, they're ranch. They had ranch water. We're Which partying. Sucks. Have you tried a ranch water? Yeah, they uh sponsor uh, Lone River. They sponsor here in San Angelo. Uh, Lone River. I, I mean, like I'm it. not saying like it's ranch water's good. I did not enjoy it. I thought it was when I think of ranch water, I think of a dirty ass stock. Pan. I mean, it's no it's no gold buckle seltzer. I'll no. say that right now. That's the I, best seltzer. I did get to and because Whitney up. Whitney doesn't drink seltzers, but she likes gold buckles. So that's that's a good gauge. I did get to stock up on gold buckle beer when I was in Colorado. So. Yeah, I got screwed. You weren't there in the delivery, huh? Yeah, you got all mine. So, <laughs> well, I got a little bit left, but you know the yeah. when you're talking about looking at the crowd, there's so many. When we think about who we're selling tickets to in rodeo or the Western sports, I spent a lot of time walking in front of those, you know, the people running back and forth. And I got to say, probably the first, all those box seats, those are not rodeo people at all. Those people yeah. go to the rodeo once a year, maybe twice, and they want to put on their hat and put on their boots. And you yep. got old John, who's a banker in Denver, and he pulls out his hat once a year, and he's married to Michelle, and she pulls her boob shirt out and puts her high-top boots on. And, you know, I mean, they go as a friend group. Uh I don't know sometimes if us in rodeo acknowledge the different people that go to rodeos like Denver and San Antonio, um, Austin, Pialop, like Pialop, that's a complete city crowd. Yeah. Like Denver is a city crowd. I, I, th- there's a very small percentage of, of, uh, you know, diehard rodeo. Purist. Is yeah. There's not a lot of purists purist. in Denver, but um, that's Spell what it. makes it special. Yeah freaking boyd spell it i did burn i got to burn boyd a couple times pretty good he yeah I, the one thing i never said to him i wanted to is when they go to him on the big screen to kick the rodeo off instead of saying the national western stock show he goes welcome to the national western talk show <laughs> I, just, I wanted to just burn him so bad but i didn't want him to beat the shit so out i do want to say you know they brought in scott grover yeah let's dispel um, some rumors here yeah so okay Boyd won. Boyd is not going anywhere. They're they just I I believe they redid his contract for another multi years. I don't know three to five years, whatever it was. So one, he's not going anywhere. He is the voice of the National West. This was his twenty fifth year there. So, but so Scott came in and did the um, Colorado versus the World with him, and then the two Mexican uh, extravaganzas, the Jerry Diaz productions, um, and then. Boyd on Saturday 
the middle Saturday, his voice, you know, kind of got a little, a little rough, you know, it's a lot. And when we see a lot, this is in the regular rodeo. There are so many sponsor reads. And then you have the Western airs, which is eight minutes of nonstop talking. There's so much content in Denver that that announcer has to do. It's amazing. He's done it 25 years by himself. And there's only been one other time where he lost his voice. And, um, and that it was the short round. I mean, it was gone and it, it was hard. So they didn't want that, you know, to happen again. And so they had Scott Grover come back to, to help him out. And, you know, a few performances in, they gelled, gelled really good. Scott you know? did a great job. Yeah. Scott did great. And they, they gelled really good. And that's a lot. And, you know, I watched it and could hear it happen between, you know, Scott, you know, Boyd would be okay, you know, this or this, you know, he would, he would, you know, Scott never got, um, cocky. He never like, no, I've got this. I know what I'm doing. He took direction. Great. And that, and that takes a lot because Scott's been doing this a long time, but he knows that that that's Boyd's rodeo. It's going to do nothing but help him by listening to, to Boyd. So they, they really did a good job together. And, and I, I, I got to be most every year I've done it. I've had to, it's, that's the hardest part about doing music in Denver is realizing that you can't just rock it every perfect. Oh, you can play the rock and music, but you got to be careful with the slider because you can't push that announcer. You can't push Boyd and not because it's Boyd. It's any announcer. I don't give a shit who's announcing. I don't care as less old Hauser is announcing. You can't do it to him. You it's, 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 you wear him out fast. And, and so that's always the thing. We get to that last weekend and those crowds are insane. And I'm wanting to go like a, you know, I'm like a racehorse with a, with a big bit in his mouth, you know, and getting held back is what I always felt like. But, um, and even the short round, you know, after doing three on that Saturday and here's a short round and, and I had to be so careful because I didn't want to hurt, you know, Boyd's voice, but with the two guys, I got to loosen up a little bit and kind of, and push more than I not push, but you know, uh, you know, a little more volume than I ever got before. So that was, I did enjoy that selfishly in the words um, of soldier boy cranked that shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's boys not going anywhere. Trust me. They just may, um, add in another announcer, whether it's Scott, which I'm, I'm sure it is, but, or, or somebody else, but I'm, 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 I don't know. That's, that's beyond me. I, but I'm sure it is Scott because he did a great job, and uh, yeah, he he proved he could do it. So it was good. It was I, I was happy for him. You know, Scott and I actually so in Beatrice, Nebraska, uh, S Bar S Arena. Is um, that the one that uh, Scott Schaefer lives? Yes, at now? yes, yes. That's it. Well, I was yeah, his mom and dad built that place. Rope and Shelly. She- yeah, Shelly, uh, Shelly Schaefer. And they had junior rodeos there. I mean, I went there every other Sunday for God knows how long in the fall and the in the winter. And, the, and Scott started announcing them, you know. And he, we were talking about it. he'd get like fifty bucks, and uh, you know he he had to go up and down the hallway instead of his dorm because he was in, in college at the time and, and borrow CDs from people just to have some music in the background. Like big CD case, you remember those? Yeah. Like the, oh God, yes. Oh yes. One they would never zip because you had too much shit in them. Yeah. And, uh, and so it's crazy. And I remember that and we've talked about in the past, but I'm like, man, um, you know, from the S bar S arena in Beatrice, Nebraska, to the national Western, it's pretty cool. And he's done, I mean, he's been done the built for tough finals and stuff. So it's not like big events are new to Scott, but, right. um, you know, he's done, uh, he's seen more bull riding than, than most people with being with the PBR, but you know, rodeo is where his heart lies, you know, and where his passion lies. So, um, yeah, it was it was it was good. It ended good, but yeah, dispel all the rumors, but it's not going anywhere, I promise you. And you know that I feel like that those rodeos are harder because everybody is watching them. You know, like everybody tunes in. Everybody in rodeo wants to tune in and just see what's going on. You know, and when you have 28 performances, that's a lot of time for people to try to pick apart shit and uh, I did not get slammed horribly bad. On I did, but you know, honestly, for y'all that know me, I've gotten so much better about negative shit. Uh, you really me have. Anthony, me and Anthony Lucia, okay, 
we're not even together and we got co-slammed <laughs> I gotta <laughs> that's right I forgot about that um, I, I gotta put I should put this up it's a picture of a donkey <laughs> see here bone yeah 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 and uh so we got co-slammed by uh Bill Sumrack. What a mistake for the Cowboy Channel to add your running mouth to the team. Whenever you're announcing a rodeo, it's ruined because of you. You never know when to shut up. All announcers should be like Wayne Brooks, who doesn't run his mouth and sound like a WWE announcer. Don't know who's more annoying, Lucia or Rumford, who has the same Ooh. problem. He loves to hear the sound of his own voice. Ooh. But you, yeah, but you know what the coolest thing is? Like a year ago, this would have devastated me, right? Yeah. Here's Lucia's response. Thank you for the post, and thank you for watching Rodeo. Wayne really is a great rodeo announcer. I wish you nothing but the best, and I hope you have a wonderful day. What Did that guy ever say anything? No, he never said a word. He never said a word, but you know. You know, I, you, I, can, you can not like you. And you cannot like Anthony, not like Boyd, not like me, not like Nard, not like Benji, not like anybody. But you don't have to put that on there. Yeah. Don't watch that rodeo. If you really can't stand Anthony that much, then don't watch the rodeo or put it on mute. Well, I mean, funny- I that's what I just, I don't understand why these people have to put that. Like, it happened to you, like I told you, when that lady, you know, she apologized. And, uh, you know, where where I said, you know, you strike me as a lady when she was ragging on you. Um, I don't care if, no, she said, I don't care if I ever watch another rodeo with, with Rumford again. And it's like, that's okay. You don't have to be a rump fan. Yeah. But damn, why even say that? This is what drives me nuts. And I've said it before. People, rodeo people always bitch about them whining ass liberals, them whiners. (laughs) They bitch about everything. And oh my God, you are them. Uh, there are so many whining ass rodeo people. Just, just don't say anything. You I know, that's why they so... always, people always go, this has happened forever. Committees always go crazy when you get negative comments, a lot of, you know, this negative, this negative, that, you know, and, and, um, I encourage people to send positive because the people that enjoyed it, they're not going to. Most of the time, they're not going to go, hey, that was really great. Thank you for the entertainment. Thank you for that. Like, they paid for that. That's, you know, they paid to go watch the road and be entertained, you know, and if they were, we did our job, right? So it's like, why don't you ever, we need more positive feedback. Like, that was great. Rumford, I love your act. But, you know, but, 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 and then going back to that story about that, but gal, you know what? I'm private messenger. And she apologized. And I, you know, I said, Hey, maybe I shouldn't have said what I said. And, and she said, I hope you all have a great time. You know, it ended great. She was, she admitted she did wrong. Cause well, because she got hammered on, there was everybody jumped on. It was so many people coming to bat for you. Uh And, um, which was, which is cool. You know, there's way more positive than negative. It's just, why do, why do people have to be, why do they have to go out of their way to be negative? Well, and the thing about it is too, is like I'm, I'm just so glad I finally because I've even had people at the NFR be like, "Man, you sure bitch a lot on rope chat." Like I'm not bitching anymore, guys. Like I actually uh, kind of look forward to seeing some of it because for some screwed up reason, the same thing that almost ruined me a year ago, nowadays I almost laugh, you know, because people are so dumb. Just like so, Matt Merritt is a great friend of mine, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is truly of all the people I've ever met. One of the most good hearted, caring, wonderful individuals. He's not kind of filthy from time to time. Like me, like he's a good dude. And, um, we're, we're tight. We're tight. We talk all the time. And somebody had put on there, Justin Rumford needs to take a page out of Matt's book and shut the hell up during the rodeo. You'll notice at Fort Worth, Matt's never talking in the <laughs> arena. He doesn't yeah. even come to the arena during till the bull riding. You think that's his choice? Guess what, dumbasses? That's because that's how Fort Worth is structured. Every rodeo is different. Everything mm-hmm. is we are doing, we're paid actors. We're not, I never just go into the arena willy-nilly. When I go into the arena at these winter rodeos, there's a plan in place, and I'm told from the production crew to be out there. So, like 
when they want to hammer on me and that. So, like I said a year ago, probably would have made fun of me, but now I'm like, I kind of look forward to getting on the social media and yeah. just laughing because the thing of it is, these comments aren't coming from anybody that knows anything. It's not like Donnie Gay's knocking on me. It's like Jim Johnson, who's a sheetrock installer in Western Wisconsin. <laughs> you know, it's like, hey Jim, fuck off. Oh yeah, I like the new one with the with the Casey Field going ninety three last night or night before, whenever it was. You know, there's those guys. He gets a few extra point for his name, you know, and it's like, and I love D Whit Force. He goes, or no, he goes, that would make Casey a twenty four point on a twenty one horse or whatever it was, twenty one horse or something like that. And he's like, yeah, right. And D Whit Force, show me or tell me where he messed up. Seriously, because we watch that ride. I mean, it's. It is. You can't ride a bareback horse any fucking better. And yeah, yeah, I want to punch him in the face. Stupid. Yeah, beautiful wife and beautiful children and successful and what a what a what a jerk. I love being good at something. That's what everybody does. Oh, Casey's amazing. People. He's a great guy. Wonderful kisser. Yeah, (laughs) super good kisser. But uh, (laughs) it's just like in any sport, though. You know, Stetson Wright gets it, and it's like, how can you fault that guy? Uh, he is the nicest kid. Have you ever looked into his eyes? He is. He's the new R.C. Landingham to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, R.C. got to, oh, R.C. wins a million bucks, and now you're, you're, you, you're throwing him out the door. You've traded him for Stetson? No, I just, I just, I, I love R.C., but I, I love Stetson's attitude. That little, that little dude just, he is loving life. I just, mean, wasn't you it? 20 He's year, 21 year. How old is he? Ever. What is he? 23, 23 and won seven world titles. I heard that the rights aren't even real. I heard they're rodeo robots. You know what? My, <laughs> my boy Ryder, I, I, Ryder. I love that kid. He, he's so damn quiet, but I get him to laugh. And at Casper, we stayed up till four in the morning. Some bronc riders, uh, and, and Stetson and Ryder, right. And I fell down twice. And that writer thought it was the funniest thing he's ever seen. This nearly 40 year old man trying to run with these pups. And I stayed <laughs> up till we have four, a video of that? four in the morning. I tripped over a damn lawn chair. <laughs> it, uh, it was, I, and the next day, like I didn't come out of the trailer till the afternoon. Like I was uh, overhung in who do I see first is tuck. Hey there, bone. How you Tuck's feeling, buddy? oil in his abs yeah tuck was out there you know taking an ice bath after his sixth workout just before he eats his his uh just before he eats his uh uh one egg his one egg and his three blueberries and his uh one eighth of an avocado slice oh i tell you though (laughs) i i tell you i gotta give it up to tuck I've, i've been talking to tuck about every day um lately and keeping up with the fort worth crew because you know i mean fort worth is not the grueling rodeo that it used to be where it used to have two and three but it's still a long you know mm-hmm. rodeo with bullfights and and him and nathan harp uh, who uh, harp will never be on rep chat because he's not much of a talker uh <laughs> but we really know, don't like, even like harp i tell I mean, you what let's the, be honest we're not we, we don't even like him He's, I he's love Harp. You watch an asshole. <laughs> you watch your mouth. I love Harp. No, Nathan Harp's one of the nicest souls on earth. Who's who's Harp. nicer? Who's a nicer guy? Dean Gorsuch or Nathan Harp? Oh man, I can't. I can't. I can't say that. I, <laughs> can't. They're they're one and the same. They're both beautiful souls. Oh, uh, anyway, go know, ahead. I wish they're, and I know with a a, a pro uh, instead of a con. A pro of the Cowboy Channel is it's got more people exposure to these guys. But, like, I was thinking about this the other day. Even with all the, the troubles, how cool it is this to know all these these kids that are coming up rodeoing right now and, and knowing how good of a people they are. And, and just just to be friends with them is something so special, you know. Like, the I feel like this group of guys going right now, is, is they have their own things that make them so great. So I'm going to put you on the spot. I'll go first to give you time to think. Who is four guys? I'm going to start off. Four guys that I really want to see kick some ass this year. Okay? okay. Number one, TT. 
T Ray yeah. Taylor. I he uh, ended up third in the bull riding at yep. Denver. And he did, he's carrying on the Lon Danley, the Don Lanley tradition of the rump bump. He brought I love back it. the rump bump. But old Tyler Taylor, he uh that dude, he has got so much life. I mean, like if you ever if he ever fell down and split himself open, there'd be like 45 other TTs just go running free, you know. He, he was so pumped. He was so pumped to have that bull. He was. And uh yeah, he 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 told me he loved me. He's like, man, I love you. And I go, I love you, TT. He's just kick some ass tomorrow. And he's like, I will do. So he's you know, he hangs out with JB Mooney all the time, like builds fence and him and JB. So JB's been helping him. And you know, he made a really good point. He's like, he goes, I gotta bear down because he goes, We all have to find a way to beat uh Stetson. So- and but sage and- just when you think about beating Stetson, bomb, bomb, bomb. Guess who's back? Sage, sage which is going to be a dream killer because, you know, Sage is so freaking awesome. So some of the guys that might be able to do some good, Sage is back and be taking a lot of money. We love Sage to death. And I'm that just did my like, I, I you know how I am. I'm, I'm a bitch sometimes. When I saw mm. Sage's first ride yep. back, I seriously teared up a little bit. Cause I was just so happy and he's got his little boy and, and, uh, but what a, what a, on a sign note, what a perfect time to get hurt like that. Having a newborn, you know, and yeah. being able to spend that time, which he wouldn't have. And that is, I a mean, cute baby. It's, yeah. Have yeah. you seen that baby? That is the cutest damn oh, yeah, baby I've, seen, I've ever I've seen. seen on social. Yeah. He's just a little bit above Gus and Gus is a, Gus was a good baby. Gus was a beautiful child. He still but, uh, is. Was. So TT. <laughs> If TT makes Still the finals, cute. I told him that me and you would give him a thousand bucks total for rump chat. What? I told him that last year. You have to stop doing this stuff without my approval. Okay, but it, just because it says rump chat doesn't mean it be, it's all you. It would be a good expense if TT makes the finals to wear rump chat on the back of his vest. I want rump chat on the glove. Oh, we could do that. You know, where like it'll say Tiffany glove yeah. or something. So TT's because, number one. Yeah, we can do that. I'm I'm in for that. I'm in for now, that. My number two guy I want to see kick some ass this year, Denver Barry. Yeah, broke out to win, broke Denver, out to win Denver. Denver Barry, and if you guys haven't got a chance to listen to the Oat Barry episode that we did during the NFR, Oat Barry is a freaking national treasure. I love that guy. I, yep. And I'm not saying oh I love him. I'm like man, I love Oat Barry. He's so cool and what he's done in his career and his son Denver football player won the uh college national finals broke out to win denver and when when denver barry was in the arena after he broke out and he just stayed on the ground for a minute and just looked i was like man my heart heartbreak city man and you know what i want to carry on i want him to carry on the tradition of shakota i don't want to see the shakota because i grew up thinking shakota you know bulldog cap of the world so when i see shakota man you know him and riley and those guys that are carrying it on I want to see Denver Barry make the NFR more than anything this year. He, you know, just a super great individual, good person, hardworking, bulldogging, big old hairy American winning machine. Come on, Denver Barry. Number three is a guy that me and you sometimes are <laughs> mean to, but Logan Hay. I want to see Logan just have the best year ever. How can you not like Logan Hay? Carry on from a he had a badass NFR care, you know, keep I it know. rocking. I want to see him get the gold this year, you know, cause Logan's fun. Cause me and you kind of mean to him. And <laughs> how are we mean? We just wrestle him around. Cause he's so small. That's all it is. <laughs> he come, he's like, we got to get, we got to get his dad on here. Oh God. We got to get Roddy. There's mark that down on that list. We were talking earlier about the Raws. Rod. Hey, Rod. Hey, Rock come Rod on now. Hay. But Badass. you know, Dawson, like during the NFR when me and Bone, we were at the Mirage and we had a couple drinks in us and we, we were a little tooted. I'd put him in a headlock and Hambo would go to scratch in his belly and knock his hat off. He's like, Why are you and Hambo always picking on me? I'm like, because we like you. But I would love to see Dawson. Uh love Logan too, but Dawson, hey, gosh, I would just You said Logan. You said Logan, Logan to begin Logan, with. That's what I mean. I give him mixed up. Went Logan, you love Dawson, but love you want Logan to win the goal. Come on, Logan. You know, uh, and finally, tie down Roper, who just is from Kansas, 
a friend of mine, great family, who got so close last year. But Luke Potter, I'm pulling for Luke. Uh, Luke is a looks like George Strait. If if you show up in slack and there's four foot of mud, Luke is going to have on starch pants and a nice shirt. He's a mm-hmm. great roper. He, uh, you know, just kind of coming on. He's only been roping for a couple years now in pro rodeo. I think this is his rookie of the year two years ago, I believe. So I really am looking for Luke to have a standout year. And with the tie down roper, there's so much talent with Ken Cade Henry and and uh, Riley Webb, Riley Webb, Chad, and and Ty Harris's younger brother. Oh, what? G- He's yeah, good for rodeo. Jesus Harris. He yes. looks like Jesus. Joel. And Joel. I'm gonna. His name is Jesus. It's Jesus Harris because he he's his long hair and his beard look like Jesus. And Where did he, he come from? So okay, he roped for. He. I mean, that's what we grew up doing, and so I do it. And and he just got to this point where it wasn't. He wasn't happy, and he ended up going on a mission. Like he went on a mission and did that for I don't know how long. We need to get him on here. You know what? Maybe we'll have those guys on when you come down. Yeah, that would be amazing. We'll do the Harris boys. So anyway, um, and have him tell a story because he's such a well well spoken guy, and uh, he comes back and oh my god, that kid's an athlete, and he's very very nice. And um, yeah, I I'm with you. I want I'm I'm rooting for for old Jesus Harris. Um, that's that's where I'm I'm going to root for for the for the tie down rope and and, and he's really top ten him. in the world right now. I haven't really got to meet him, but just soft spoken, de- kind, very demeanor, nice guy. Like he, when you see him, you don't even have to talk to him to feel like, man, I want to be friends with this guy, you know, and his hair does look good. I mean, everybody wants to talk about rocker Steiner's hair. I'm tell you what, old Joel's hair is pretty, pretty Jesus. awesome. It's very, Hey Zeus Harris. If you, <laughs> yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's like, the long, but it kind of curls at the end. It's not that I, I wonder what hair care product he uses. No, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but we'll find out when we have him on. But, um, I don't know my guys. I, I don't know. I should pay attention more, you know, um, you know, that Keegan, um, oh, the barrack rider, Keegan Hayes, Keegan Hayes. I don't even know him. Never even met the kid, but he 40% of him here at Angelo. What about 18 grand, a little less. Um, he's just badass. You know, I think this is his year. Um, I, I'll, you know, I'd bet you a, a hundred dollar bill. He'll make the NFR. He is good. And I mean, it's, you know, but, uh, you know, it'd be cool to have Jesse Pope's brother make the NFR with him. Oh my gosh. Ty. That so that'd be pretty cool. Um, and what I love like, like Jesse wins the world, you know, same Jesse. I love that guy. Jess Pope is just, you know, he didn't change one bit. He's still cowboy. Didn't, you know, no big head visited for quite a while there. Denver for one of the rodeos we were walking in, but, um, yeah, I don't How know. How can you not cheer I for really Jess don't. Pope? I like, they know. need to make a show about Jess Pope. He's so freaking cool. You know, yeah. like do you follow him on Snapchat? No, I need to every day on Snapchat. Like when he's not rodeoing, like this morning, he's got a video on Snapchat of him out roping cows, like doctoring cattle in a snowstorm. Yeah. You know? I yeah. Mean, hey, how about that? How about that? Praise God that that happened today, not yesterday. Oh, thank we, God. We, we would be stranded. That came right past the panhandle of Texas. We'd have been right in the middle of it. Yeah. Thank, anyway. thank God for good weather. I got to turn around uh, one rodeo that you used to go to, but I'm very excited to go back. I My love old year, Rapid. Rodeo Rapid City in the new building. I've I never know. been to the new building. I know. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to take my job back from old Jersey, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, love the Suttons. Love that miss that group. Uh you know, I miss the 32 socials. And they, um they have a social on Thursday at six. <laughs> I'm there's gonna there's gonna be truck. meatballs. There's gonna be meatballs, the little the little weenies. Um, and there's going to be some, uh, uh, ruffles, potato chips. Oh yeah. And you know, it's the, the standard, the standard, uh, uh, finger foods. Uh, there's going to be some block, little, little square blocks of cheese. (laughs) And you think uh, there'll be a charcuterie? 
and uh, lots of Pendleton whiskey. I'll guarantee you that. Well, I'm so excited because like I've never been to the Rapid City, the new arena. You know, I've been there for two years. Yeah, it's beautiful. I haven't been there, but I've been by it uh, when it was getting built. (laughs) It's beautiful. That Rapid City is cool for me because. For one, I love the Suttons. Probably mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one of the, the most hardest working families in pro rodeo. I love Brent Sutton, and congrats to Brent. Yeah, and Ross, on Brent and Ross, baby boy, baby Sid. Uh, it's short for Sydney, Iowa, a no, place he's not. never been. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that rodeo Rapid City, amazing time. Uh, during Rapid, we're all going to get together: me, you, and Julian Witcher and Louis Bronson. Yeah. Now, if you if you ever listen to any of our raws, they've been borderline raw, but the one we're gonna do with Julian, Julian is going to let loose about a lot of stories involving Louis Bronson and the Fort Scott Community College rodeo team. I cannot wait. <laughs> they started telling some of the stories of the bucking ball. I blushed. but if you guys haven't listened to the bird davis raw from denver it's so good we want to do more during denver but man two and three performances yeah y'all you guys don't have a clue you're just when you get back to the trailer at night you want to have a you know some cheese and crackers because you you know you haven't eaten in a while and have some cocktails just to come down and, and knock uh, off the old dust knock off the dust and then you're just passed out i don't know how many times i had a full glass of bourbon um and it's sitting next to me and i was so asleep on the couch and woke up at three in the morning you just you know, hit like, the floor and said Screw yeah it. still in my still in my jeans and untucked long sleeve shirt and just you just, know what it more yeah what sucked for me though even more than that was my trailer was on the very end, okay? So like Denver, <laughs> you were parked. When you open it, the door, you're almost touching. It the does suck. Vehicle. It does suck. There's four. There's four uh, sewer dumps for about 15 trailers. <laughs> oh, you're about 90 percent of those trailers are Dodge Rodeo guys, Ram Rodeo, whatever the <laughs> fuck. You there is eight Ram reps there. So no, I decided not, not to take there's poop four. from a trailer. And I know a lot of people get grossed out about it, but we all poop. Everybody's poop. Think of the hottest girl you've ever met. Okay. Whitney. Guess what? She takes a dump probably once every two to three days. So I decided I'm not going to take a crap in my trailer. If you I know? don't poop for two days, I'm going to the hospital. Well, I'm talking about <laughs> chicks. Okay. Anyhow, so like a pretty regular, you know, in the morning, I got to get up and go. So I'd have to get out of my warm, nice, wonderful trailer get on my miniature motorcycle drive a quarter mile to the building to my room to the locker room to use the bathroom a quarter mile it's a long damn ways when you got a poop when you got to poop a hundred foot's a long ways think about it so then my trailer freezes not a quarter mile it seemed like a long ways i'm so excited (laughs) ashley's gonna fly up there and help me drive home she's gonna stay there for a couple days because we had all the kids there, and it was so special to have Nate and Bridget Justice. Nate came up to help fight bulls, and and uh, his wife and their two little girls, Channing and Harper Joe, just beautiful little girls. And and we had Gus and and uh, Randy Britton's little girl Tessa was there, and so it was fun. All the kids were there, and you know, mine were home playing basketball and whatever. But so I cleaned the trailer like so good, you know. You know, we all do this, Hambone. You got you mm-hmm. got to do it too. when your wife comes in like two days before. Oh you yeah, want your trailer to be spotless. Oh yeah, I I did that with wit. I, so, I do that every time. I didn't I wash the it. bed sheets though. You, you gotta you gotta tell. <laughs> I want you to tell everybody this that my trailer is unreally, unbelievably clean. Anyway, like I keep my trailer. This one you take care. Of, you take it. really good care of. The other ones you did, but yeah, but this so, one you really do because it's way so, better than you've it ever is had. Way better. I was so excited for Ashley to come. So I get up there and clean the trailer. Everything's working. Everything's great. The day before she gets there, it gets down to two degrees. And I'm on the end, so there's no wind block. And everything freezes solid. And you've got you've got like four tuba 12s underneath your you know, yeah. your 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 passenger side tires because it's on a, in, a decline. 
Yeah. So he, we they had to. I wasn't there when you got there, but you and Poodle, Wasty Munsell, had to roll your trailer tires up. I have been on that end before. I have been there. Trust me, it ain't cool. That's when your I, trailer tires are sitting not. on four or five boards. That's just to another make it level. That's another thing about Denver that makes it tough is staying in campers when it's two degrees. You know, yeah. Just and, and honestly, I, you got to fight it because you can't hardly stay in a hotel when you're working no, six performances. No, not with run not, back the traffic alone. You can't go back to the room and come back. You'll never make it. So it is. It doesn't. You don't realize how good mentally it does for you to go out. I don't care if you get to sit down in your trailer for twenty minutes and just not be around anybody, not talk to anybody, change your shirt, change your shoes, do something just to freshen up to go back in and do it all over again. Yeah. It's poor Ashley. She gets here and she had to shower in your trailer or Bridges trailer and had to, had to do the old wash, brush the teeth with uh bottled water and yeah, son of a bitch. It yeah. Was- I mean, I, I, you know, it was crazy because I totally forgot I had that camera set up in the bathroom. Oh, and, uh, no. <laughs> NakedAshley.com. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I don't. I think she went to Bridges trailer. But, oh. um, yeah, because I think she was worried I would come walking in. Surprise. Well, I, you <laughs> know, that, that's anything? one thing, too. Like in our in our locker room, it's got that really nice shower. And I did that. I've between, showered in there many a time. In between performances, they had two shower heads for that one area, and it's got a handicap seat. So I would just go in there in between perf sometime, and I just turn both shower heads on towards the middle and just set the set in that chair. Yeah, just, drink three or four gold buckle seltzers. I did. I would just sit there and try to pump back up because one of my challenges there is trying to be happy every performance. Like for three times a day to seem like everything, like you're having the best day ever because, you know, comedy for rodeo. It's so if you see me in the arena, even if I'm not talking, if I look happy, you're going to feel happy. Well, there's a lot of times like when you do two Friday and three Saturday, but you know, Saturday afternoon, you're like piss. I don't want to go out there, you know, yeah. like stand by that fence and, and just be like, man, this is, all right, put on your happy face, but yep. you know, once you get into the arena, it seemed like everything would just Well, and that's that's the thing there too is the crowds going back to the crowds, they're so good. They're so energetic that helps you get like the last they were sold out the two on Friday, the last two on Friday, three on Saturday and short round. They were sold out. I think they were sold out Thursday night too. So Thursday night, two Saturday, three Sunday, and the short round. Sold yeah. out. You know, that was just at the end where you're like, oh, my God, here. Oh, it's almost here. We're like trying to get through. But those energetic crowds, it's it. It damn sure helps you get through. Well, have you ever heard that song, Sultan of Swing? I, I mean, I know you have. Yes. Uh, at that one point when he's talking about being in a band and going down the road, he said, you'll feel all right once you hear the music play mm-hmm. for the Sultans. And that's true. Like. There's all tunes of swing. So in that song, they were talking about how like sometimes you get burnt out, like going down the road and playing songs and doing these different concert venues, you know, you get tired and being in the bus and all that. But once you hear the music play, like everything's good. And that, I think that's one thing for Denver that worked for me was I felt like there's times I'm standing in that back alley waiting to go in. And I'm like, gosh, dang it. Like I'm worn out. Like, yeah, I don't, and I got hit at Denver, and I don't care what anybody says. I've never in my life been hit in the barrel as hard as I got hit at Denver by that white bull. Yeah, it was hard. I mean, and he hit you high. Yeah, I, that was a little head knocker. And so, you know, go to the arena. But, man, once you walk out in the arena and everybody starts cheering, it just it makes you feel good and you feel great to the last bull's buck. And then you walk out and you feel like immediate shit again. You know, oh mm-hmm. my guys, we're leaving here victorious. Which, oh, I don't ever want to hear that damn song again. I know, I got it. I got it. I know that's not. That's your a fault. good one though. Well, you know, well, the, the one I year I was there, the Western Airs went into uh, 
I can make their hands clap. I still can't listen to that song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a, a good open, a good, uh, hot song gets ruined every year by the Western airs. <laughs> and, and I, I know, I know none of the Western airs probably listen to this, but you know, it's funny and I don't mind, I'm not going to say any names, but every year, the Western airs, I usually have two or three Western airs ask for me to buy them beer. Really? Like, yeah. Like 18. And, Cause our locker room is right across the room from the Western air room. And I, I did not know. buy them any beer, <laughs> but, but that's probably a good thing. Uh, know, they they get into fights in the in the hallway like so the Western Airs for anybody who don't know they're a staple of National Western since 1952 and they have like a writing group it's I mean it's pretty cool Randy Britton was one um, yes he but was. so like Western Airs start dating and like couples will be fighting in the hall like this one girl from the all girls turning team got into a fight with one of the writers from Riders of the Steps. It's like they were having an argument in my in the hallway. Oh God. Uh so but they they cook food in crock pots. Oh, that whole hallway reeks of it's, potluck dinners. It it smells like a family reunion had sex with a it smells like a high school sports banquet. <laughs> oh, it does. It's terrible. But they, yep. Susie, Susie brought those tortilla wraps again. I love those. She's got the olives and and the cream cheese and the cheese on top of the old. Ugh. But I will give it to the Westerners because for having that many high school kids, um, well, yeah, that's but this was deal. the worst year ever for them. They crashed. They had more nonstop. crashes than I've ever seen in the fifteen years I've been there. They that head-on crash where they post the colors. And those two boys hit and went down, and those horses, God bless, they everybody got up, but it was gnarly. Because when I was 10 years old, I saw that happen in Sydney, Iowa. That, Sydney's, you know, 360 by 280. How many dusters hit each other? Oh, no, no, no. I was 10. This is way before them. This we used to have two legionnaires, Iowa flag and American flag. And they would, I mean, at that big a pin. Those horses are stretching out at the back end, and they hit each other. Down they went. Hadley Bear was announcing. They had to peel those two guys off the arena floor, and you only had one sled, so they had to come in, get one horse, hauled it out, come back in, get the other horse, haul it out. Yeah. Yep. It, it reminded me of that. They weren't going that fast, but but everybody got up. Praise God, everything's good. The horse went yeah, they, to the vets. They sent the horses and, to uh, Littleton, Colorado, to the vet. Everybody lived. Uh, one of my yeah. one of my grand traditions that we all got to take part of as a family is the Butcher Block Cafe. Mm, Bone, I'm tell hungry. me, tell everybody about the Butcher Block and why it's special. So the Butcher Block is uh, it's a d- tradition. You ask, you know. Any bulldogger, most bulldoggers know about the butcher block. It's it's like two blocks away, so it's easy to get to. And it is like any good sale barn cafe is exactly what it's it not is. Dirty, but there's no no, it's not dirty and it doesn't smell like you know hog shit or cow shit, but it's um and there's dirty. not guys in there in bib overalls. Right. But anywho, the food and there's a bar with the little round stools, you know, that don't move right. They're in the ground, little round stools and um counter height stools and anyway it's uh it's so good and you get uh, a thing called the uh oh god i'm blanking the roundhouse the roundhouse and it's just it's every meat that they have on top of hash browns on top of eggs um on green and then chili the, on the greatest green chili you will ever have no all, all due respect to new mexicans um you know, I know New Mexico's got its green chili capital of the world, but this green chili at the at the butcher block is something. And the coffee cups are like the old school cups, and oh yeah, the old little the kind of like the brown little line around the rim, and just and you know, good old Sally who's worked at the butcher block for thirty two years, oh, you know, just... carrying carrying regular and decaf and takes your order all, you know, 
it's like, or never even writes your order down, you know, just like the back I have a roundhouse, but I want them over medium. I want the hash browns crispy. I want the bacon soft. I want patties, not lengths of sausage. I want the, the, the green chili on the side and um, the cheese on top of everything. I want half de- I want half and half decaf and regular coffee with two creamers and one sugar. Is that all you want, sugar? Is that all I want, sweetheart? <laughs> that is uh, so accurate. And she will nail it. And just and everything's perfect. Like the it's just it's so old school at the old butcher block. Like I, I just love those little cafes like that. You know, there's there's not a lot of them anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. But the butcher block is definitely a you don't feel like you've been to the national western stock show and rodeo until A, you get asked for money by homeless people at the seven eleven. And B, you go to the butcher block. Yep. Amen. Or you go to Joe's liquor store, which he was back open. Yeah. God bless old Joe, where you have to walk sideways down the two aisles. It's the smallest liquor store ever. And <laughs> Joe they, they a, is a. They got a lot of shit in there, though. Gigantic dude that sits behind there with a sawed off shotgun. <laughs> anyway, but, well, that's good, man. Well, I'll tell you what, speaking of butcher block, I'm starving. So, uh, and, uh, I got to tell y'all. Our online store is now open and unfreaking believable. Okay, everybody, this is serious shit here. So, what the 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 deal is here is we have a uh, screen printer or whatever. I don't um, store that she is running the website. She has things in stock, and then if she needs to make more, she'll whip it out and get it right to you. It, it's uh, yeah, your friend or our friend Brandy. Yep, Brandy. I uh, went to college with her, Brandy Schieber. Uh Brandy Welker is her maiden name. Uh, her grandfather lived a uh, half mile from my grandpa Floyd. Brandy, the Welker family has been a, a great friend of the Rumfords, and she owns Downtown Threads, which is a huge uh, place that does all kind of stuff in downtown Eden, Oklahoma. And uh, Brandy is an amazing chick, and, and her and her husband, Russell, and their three girls run that place, and and they are, they will get your stuff. By the time you order it, it will be sent immediately. And she's really stepped it up. Like we got so many more designs than we've ever had. We have a full women's clothing section now. And send so, us your pictures. Send us your you know if you get something, order it. Send us your pictures. You never know. Maybe we'll send you something extra, yeah. uh, sticker or something, or you know, just send us and and we would love to share that because we want to see all you badass people in uh rump chat gear so uh it is live it just went live today you order it she's gonna get it out to you um you know if you want to order 100 sweatshirts may take her a couple days but she'll do it so it's it's legit we actually have a store a print shop that that is running the website and uh taking all the orders so go to uh, rumpchat.com send you direct link also, we, we've got the Capri Camper up and ready to go. Um, Legacy Signs, Kyle Carell and family um, who have Spurn One for Autism, which is just a phenomenal. Uh, hey, they he messaged me. He, uh, where's my coffee mug? It's in my cabinet, actually. He, I'm going to give it to you at San Angelo. You're a piece of but shit. They, uh, their, their family, uh, Casey McClaskey and, and Kyle, they've done a lot for uh, – for us to help with the the with the capri camper and the signage and but uh we have on there spurn one for autism so if you get a chance to check out that it's a really really great um deal for kids they have a bronchine school that's coming up and all the money every cent of it goes to uh support autism um in development and so spurn one for autism yeah god bless them all the rodeo cowboys you see with the puzzle pieces from zeke thurston to um to Dawson, hey, they all wear those spurn one for autism. A lot of the PRC Cowboys are are really pushing this deal, and it's a great, great group of people, and it's for a great hell yeah. Be sure to check out Spurn One for Autism and support them. So, Bone, it's good to see you. The Denver yeah. wrap up. We're gonna yep. be back. We got Raw's coming out. We're gonna do a. We you've got to get in touch with the Harris boys. We got to do that before San Antonio. We'll do it. We'll do it. Uh, yeah, you gave me the date. I'll get with them. Hopefully, hopefully they're in town. Who knows? They maybe in San Antonio or Jackson like or wherever they're brothers. at. They may be busy. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> Sorry, the Coen brothers don't direct my porn. Sorry, <laughs> super bad reference. Yeah. Um, anyway, thanks, Gold Buckle Beer. Uh, thanks, everybody. And um, yeah, we will be back. Uh, do we do? Did we re up with um, uh, Manscaped? I don't know. Maybe. We, we'll you see. may or may not want your nuts shaved by us. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll if Frump will shave your nuts, we will give you a hooded sweatshirt. Thanks, Brandy. <laughs> All right, y'all. Take care. See you later.